0: And welcome to A Smashing Theory, the Super Smash Bros. Switch Prediction Podcast. I'm Daniel. And I'm Sean.
1: And hello everybody, I hope you're ready for some Space McClouds, because that's what's happening in this episode. McClouds. We got James. We got Fox. We got, uh, those those are the two. (laughs) There's not any more of those. I I thought you were
0: just gonna say James again. Like, we got James... (laughs) We got James. No, but that would have been good. Yeah. Missed opportunities, man. Anyway, uh, (laughs) this is A Smashing Theory, a podcast where Sean and I predict the roster for the next Smash Bros. game for Nintendo Switch. Yes. We go franchise by franchise. Franchise. And this time, this episode is McCloud's, we're going to talk about Star Fox and F-Zero. Yeah. Two franchises that are sort of connected as like alternate dimensions of each other or something. In a weird way. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And two franchises that I love.
0: Yeah. We thought about making this a Space Bounty Hunters episode with Star Fox, F-Zero, and Metroid, Mm -hmm. because... They're they're all bounty hunters in space, and that's funny. That's yeah,
1: it's good synergy.
0: But we're waiting to do the Metroid episode until after E3.
1: Hoping for some juicy E3 Metroid-related announcements.
0: Yeah, that Metroid Prime 4 trailer. That may or may not happen. They haven't confirmed anything like that. But sure. I, I got a hunch. I got a feeling.
1: And, you know, in the meantime, we've got two other
0: Fantastic Space franchises to talk about. <laughs> you You make it sound like... I'm gushing about my oldest child, and you're trying to remind me that, like, the middle and youngest child are, like, right there.
1: I mean, yes and
0: no. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, let's get started with Star Fox. Cool. So, Star Fox has, you know, gotten, like, a a middle amount of support. Uh, It's it's been around since the beginning, Mm -hmm. so that helps. So, we'll start with characters. Right. So, first up, Fox. Yeah. So, Fox has been around since the original Smash. He was one of the original 12. And he was kind of cool because the Star Fox games, you're, you're in a spaceship. Right. Uh, you fly your ship around and you shoot in your ship. Fox is outside of his ship. So, his moveset at the time was actually completely unique, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Sakurai kind of made that up. He did a pretty good job, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it feels, you know, Zusa just feels like natural now, you mm-hmm. know? Maybe because... We've seen it so much, but... it three times over, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah, not, not only three times over, but if you watch any Melee competitive footage,
1: <laughs>
0: chances are Fox
1: McCloud. He has been a consistently high-tier fella. Mango Nation. <laughs> Maybe I don't have to, <laughs> to represent. Uh, <laughs> that
0: random-ass meme. Yeah, I I love it. There's, it is great. Yeah, there's this great video online of this guy who pretends to be all the games that got selected for Evo, and then <laughs> and then uh, Marvel's Capcom Infinite shows up, and he's upset that he didn't get picked. Dead game. Yeah.
1: Hashtag dead game. Uh, and. But... Uh... <laughs> Um And the uh, the Melee player can only say yeah. Mango Nation, Fox McCloud, over and over again. Yeah. Like that episode of Dexter's Laboratory where <laughs> Dexter's trying to learn Spanish. <laughs> and so then all he can say is Omelette du Fromage. Classic tune.
0: I wonder how many of our viewers were uh, alive when Dexter (laughs) was airing new episodes. Right,
1: yeah, apologies to to any of you who uh, are in a situation where Dexter's laboratory is as old to you as Scooby-Doo is to me. (laughs)
0: Apologies for that. Sorry. But yeah, Smash Bros. Melee is the Dexter's laboratory of Smash games.
1: That's the point we're winding up to for this entire (laughs) podcast. It's over now. Thanks so much for tuning in for all these episodes of A Smashing Theory. Remember to have a smashing time. Uh, That's not true. Holy shit. Are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) I am okay.
0: I'm okay with talking about Fox. So yeah, Fox... uh... Yeah, he's coming back for Smash 5, Mm -hmm. and yeah, I don't know what else to say about him. I think he's probably going to look the way he does in Star Fox Zero, sure. and I think we can expect that for any Star Fox characters that show up.
1: Yeah, you know, classic, iconic character, cool moveset, good design... I'm a little sick of him at this point, but that's just because Melee will never die. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, I like, I'm a big fan of the Star Fox franchise outside of Smash. I think it's really cool. I like all the characters, Peppy, Slippy, Falco, you know, you got lots of iconic Personalities happening there, yeah. Almost certainly one of the first fully voice acted games I ever played, probably. Yeah, that was Star one Fox sixty four. Yeah,
0: because it was pretty much like a launch title for the Nintendo sixty four. I know. I it was.
1: It was one of my very early sixty four games that I personally owned.
0: Yeah. But yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. So speaking of that iconic cast, mm-hmm. Falco, yes. joined the team in Melee, and he was. <laughs> He's basically one of our first clone characters mm-hmm. you know, and what came, a clone
1: he is yeah
0: they came into the franchise I I think over time like they've they've worked more and more to sort of differentiate Falco from mm-hmm. from Fox and I, I do like the spins like he feels more unique as a character than say Ganondorf versus Captain Falcon
1: that is true uh, in particular they... I really like that while Fox just has the deflector shield on his
0: body Falco yeah. kind of
1: kicks it at you yeah I think that's neat yeah
0: I appreciate that they still inject Falco's personality and everything. Mm. I think he's obviously coming back. That's fine. Yeah, I think think some people were kind of upset about the ways that Falco was different in Smash 4. I think he basically essentially got like a big nerf. I think he's basically just worse Fox in Smash 4. Yeah, Uh, so maybe they'll tweak him a bit for 5 and make him feel more like Falco again.
1: Now remind me, because I can't remember... Has his final smash always been the Landmaster, or did that change?
0: That changed in Smash Four. Okay, good. Yeah. So in Brawl, in Brawl, all three Star Fox characters had the Landmaster as a final smash. Right. In Smash Four, Fox has the Landmaster. Falco gets an R wing. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Couldn't and... remember that because I never play as Falco. <laughs> and yeah, I, I think that that was a great fix by itself. I think that yes. That sort
1: of, because I just remember playing brawl, and you're like up against Falco. You're playing as Falco. You get the final smash, and he says like, "Personally, I prefer the air." And then a big fucking landmaster just crashes down <laughs> yeah. on the stage. Like, well, you obviously don't prefer it
0: enough to talk to Peppy about switching your digs up. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's in a plane now. All is right with the with the world. Yes. So, our third veteran is one that we haven't seen in a bit mm-hmm. Wolf Arroo! in Smash Bro's Brawl, so he showed up and <laughs> and he, here's here's one thing that I know about Wolf. people get really mad when you call him a clone <laughs> uh really, I was not aware of that yeah, uh and you know it's it's fair because he's actually. Like, all of his normals are different than Fox's, Mm, and I think one thing that makes people call Wolf a clone is that his special moves are obviously derivative of Fox's, Mm -hmm. but they still have different properties, and basically, Fox and Falco have similar playstyles due to how similar they are. Uh
1: Uh-huh.
0: However, Wolf and Fox's playstyles are very different from each other because of how different Wolf is. Mm -hmm. Fox is, you know, obviously a very quick, like, rush downy character, Sure. and Wolf is more of a methodical, like, brawler, like, damage dealer kind of character because okay. of all the changes made to him. I remember when I was in a lot of threads
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, predicting what the roster for Smash 4 was going to be like, Sure. and a lot of people were like, well, Wolf's going to get cut because he's a clone. <laughs> and every time, without fail, like, three people would be like, Wolf is not a clone! <laughs> uh- <laughs> You do not understand the game if you're calling Wolf a clone. Oh my god! So, you know, I and I I see where those people are coming from. So sure. I wanted to, I, I wanted to give those people a fair shake to start. Wolf I- didn't return in <laughs> Smash Four, right?
1: And like at the same time, you know, I can appreciate kind of subtle differences making characters interesting to play yeah. vis-a-vis one another. However, Wolf was derivative enough that when I first saw him in Brawl, I thought. Oh, he's a clone,
0: and yeah. I never played him. Yeah, and and I think you're not the only person to, to have done that. Right. So, so, yeah, I, I see both sides. I, I just wanted to have both perspectives here. That's fair. I, I thought that'd be fair. And now for the prediction part, I think that Wolf's coming back. Oh, okay. I think that he's going to be a legacy DLC character uh, down the line, uh, kind of like how we got Roy and Mewtwo and mm-hmm. Lucas' DLC for four. I think Wolf is just in that prime position to be DLC for 5. So they can be like, oh look, he's back! (laughs) And he'll have a new Final Smash. Cool, I would like that.
1: I was just thinking about Falco's Final Smash. It's cool that he has the R wing, but we were watching some footage of the latest Star Fox game yesterday to kind of prepare for the podcast today, and I completely forgot that he has this sort of tempestuous lover's relationship with this character Cat, who shows up on occasion. (laughs) It'd be really funny for his smash to just be like, he activates it, and then he looks around and goes, Cat, what are you doing here? And just flies around and starts <laughs> shooting at shit. Like a cat
0: yeah, yeah, that'd be great. That'd actually be really great.
1: Not happening, but, you know, if I suddenly switch bodies with Sakurai, that's what I would do. Also, that would be weird, because then you'd be living with Masahiro Sakurai, and he'd really be wondering where he was, who he was in, and what was happening. Also, he would speak Japanese.
0: <laughs> I'd, I'd be okay with that. He <laughs> seems like he'd be fun to hang out with, actually. At least for a little while. Yeah. Actually, you, you saying that about Falco's Final Smash made me realize that that's what Wolf's Final Smash could be. He could call in the rest of Star oh, Wars yeah. to sort of do an air raid of the map.
1: Yeah, Leon and whoever that panther is that replaced Pigma, or just Pigma.
0: Uh, panther Caruso. Yeah. They should put Panther Caruso in there. I, uh, panther Caruso's great. <laughs> he is great. Just uh, Just a suave, thirsty panther. <laughs> <laughs> and who doesn't love those? So yeah, um, officially predicting it, Wolf will come back, and I should clarify at this point that my predictions will be what the final roster of Smash 5 is going to be like. Right, including DLC. Yeah, exactly. So after all the DLC is out, so I might predict some characters that won't be in the launch roster, but will be in the game.
1: So don't just slide into our DMs right away like,
0: oh, I can't believe you predicted it wrong, Wolf's not in the game, because he might be later. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be like that. <laughs> so yeah, I I think that Wolf will eventually, at some point, be in Smash 5. I'm locking that in. Nice. Yeah. Let's move on to Assist Trophies. Let's do. So we've had one Assist Trophy since Brawl, and that's Andross, the main villain of Star Fox. Andross's implementation is really cute for the Smash games, because... It's not Andross as he looks in Star Fox 64, which is, you know, a giant angry monkey head. With, uh, two, with
1: two, like, Mickey Mouse
0: gloved hands. Yeah. <laughs> but instead, it's his original Star Fox for the Super Nintendo appearance, where he's just like a, just a white, like, polygonal head, like, shooting squares at the at the screen. When I was
1: a kid, and I got to the Andross final boss by going through, like, the hard route for the first time. Yeah. Star Fox 64 spoilers after you defeat the head and hands he just it, his head explodes and he's just a giant brain
0: oh. and he says only i have the brains to rule lylat <laughs>
1: And that blew my mind as a child. I couldn't believe that that had happened.
0: You know what's funny? I've beaten Star Fox 64. I don't remember that shit at all. Well,
1: there's two endings you can get. Oh. So you might have gotten the
0: one where that does not happen. Okay, yeah. I got the non-brain
1: ending right. of Star
0: Fox 64.
1: I worked really hard and I got the brain ending. <laughs> that's, that's what they call it. <laughs> it was, it, it was sure. a good reward for, for my troubles. so anyway we got classic andross in smash yeah not future andross
0: yeah we we like to talk about assistrophies and their potential of being promoted to playable (laughs) (laughs) i i don't think that's happening for any incarnation of andross i don't know i think brand andross
1: only i have the brains to defeat the subspace emissary
0: Yeah, I don't know. we're no, yeah. we're not getting playable Andross. Yeah. That'd be hilarious, but no, it would. So moving on to uh, costumes that have been in Smash Four. Uh, no, no new characters are represented as costumes. Right. We got a uh, we got a fox costume for the for the me gunner.
1: <laughs> I love that Fox is already in the game. He has a clone and a pseudo clone, and then they're like, "What character could we represent as a costume for Star Fox?" <laughs> I don't know. We could do Crystal Peppy. Slippy, we could do Leon. Let's just do Fox again.
0: <laughs> I I feel like there's some iconic characters. Like for example, there's a, you can you can wear a Mario costume as a me. You can wear a yeah, costume yes, as that's, a me. That's fair. Like yeah, like you know maybe you, maybe Jeff just really identifies with Fox and wants his me to be Fox, even though Fox is already in the game. Yeah, you know he's kinning with Fox. Oh boy, let's <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> God, if you don't know what kenning is... Don't look it Yeah, just ignorance is bliss, my friend. Uh, So let's move on to new character discussion. Yeah. So, since we've already talked about Wolf, I think there's one major character we could discuss about their potential for entering the Smash field. And that is Crystal. You know...
1: In I, I believe in the Iliad by Homer there's a line about the face that launched a thousand ships referring to like this beautiful woman that started off the Trojan Wars mm-hmm.
0: Crystal <laughs> what, what a great opening to, to whatever you're gonna say, go on.
1: Crystal is the face that turned a thousand horny teenagers into furries <laughs> <laughs> She's like the gateway drug, she's like the marijuana of the furry community. Holy shit <laughs>
0: Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. That's what an analysis. I,
1: sometimes I just really appreciate having studied the humanities in high school and college,
0: and uh, mm. this is one
1: of those times.
0: <laughs> no, your crystal represents a weird, like, turning point in Star Fox history. One that I feel. Like, I feel like it's her fault. I feel like Nintendo has been trying to, like, erase Crystal, (laughs) like, and and the effect she's had on the Star Fox (laughs) fan base, like, for the last decade, right? The last game she showed up in was Star Fox Command. Mm -hmm. And since then, Nintendo has either been remaking Star Fox 64 or rebooting the franchise without Crystal in it.
1: Right. (laughs) (laughs) And it's kind of funny to me because, like, you know... Fire Emblem, for instance, is a franchise that I've enjoyed for a really long time. Yeah. And it was after a certain point, like when the character Tharja got introduced, that mm-hmm. suddenly there were all these sexy characters in Fire Emblem. Yeah. And Nintendo doesn't mind that, but as soon as there's a sexy fox, they just want to get her out of there.
0: Well, well, to be fair, Fire Emblem got sexy way after Star Fox tried to get sexy. That's true. And, like, I'd say ten years ago, Nintendo... F- oh, no, two... She debuted, what, 2001? Oh my God. So I. God. Okay. That so was I. Over 15 yeah, years ago. Yeah. So I say 15 years ago, Nintendo was less comfortable with that than they are now.
1: That is true. Now they're very comfortable with that. <laughs> Just play Fire Emblem Heroes if you need any evidence that that's true uh, at all. Anyway. <laughs> but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. For prob- now. Do you think Crystal's going to be playable?
0: I think if Crystal was ever going to be playable, she would have been added in Brawl. Uh, Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me.
1: Yeah. If we look back on our triangle, (laughs) the relevance is not there
0: (laughs) lately on purpose. Yes. So Um, uh,
1: it's tough for me to
0: imagine that she'd make it in. However, I do think she still has a fan base. I think the popularity Mm -hmm. is still there. and. Her moveset potential would be great, and that's the problem. Right. Like, she she could be a staff user and use magic and shit.
1: And then she's just getting in on your bandana waddle character concept, if that's true, you know? Oh,
0: well, m- maybe, but I think there's ways to make them both different. Okay. For example, Palatina has a staff, but she doesn't, like, wield it, you know? I, That's
1: true, yeah. Yeah. Although I do think that, you know, the, the sort of primary combat feature of uh, Star Fox Adventures: Dinosaur Planet is that you're kind of waving the staff around
0: and fighting with it in kind of a martial artsy sort of way. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point, and that's true. Then she would sort of be encroaching on Bandana Waddle territory, and that cannot happen. <laughs> she'll just she'll, <laughs> she'll just make look. Here's
1: what's actually <clears throat> going to happen. All right, <clears throat> Bandana Waddle gets revealed. Everyone's excited about it. The game comes out. There's an unlockable character. Who is it? It's a chibi crystal bandit waddle-dee clone. <laughs> same, like, bones and everything. Like, same animations, but it's just an enormous crystal head with stubby little
0: arms and legs.
1: <laughs> we did it. Called we, it. We've, we've solved <laughs> Smash 5. Yeah, now we really can't end the podcast. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll <laughs> be <laughs> a special time. Woo! Uh... <laughs> This is a good episode,
0: <laughs> and he, that's that's all. But that's that's pretty much the new character that I want to talk about. Like, I don't think she's going to be in, yeah. and yeah, I think there was a day when she could have been very likely. I think if I were putting together a prediction list for brawl, I would have predicted her for brawl. Sure, but she didn't show up, and then since then, she's become less and less relevant, and I think her time has passed.
1: That's fair,
0: and that's that's probably fine. What's actually funny is that I do enjoy Crystal's a character, and I, I sort of have a soft spot for Star Fox Command, mm-hmm. uh, a game that's basically just a soap opera starring Fox and Crystal.
1: It was cool and weird. Yeah. <laughs> a really weird game. I feel like there are endings where, like, she turns into a lizard person or
0: something. Like, there was a lot of weird shit in that game. The, there were multiple endings in that game, and I love all of them. <laughs> some, some of them are just, like, really, like really wacky shit, like, there's just an ending about Slippy retiring and telling stories of of Star Fox's heydays (laughs) to his grandchildren. That's really cute. There's an ending where Crystal dumps Fox, so he, like, he drinks away his sorrows in a bar, and Falco convinces him to become an F-Zero racer with him. (laughs) That's one of the endings.
1: My brother, Ryan played that game so much that he wore out the shoulder buttons on his Nintendo DS. Wow. Because you had to, like, use those to fire or something, or... Oh, I, yeah. I don't remember. Mm. The controls were very touchscreen-oriented. Yes, yeah. If I'm yeah. remembering. Use to, the like, touchscreen steer to the steer steer. The ship. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He got a lot of mileage out of that game, and uh, I remember thinking that it was a neat... You know, conceptually, it was really neat.
0: Yeah, I, I think that game's underrated, actually. It's very different from the standard Star Fox experience, and I think that's why people didn't like it but i uh, but i had a lot of fun with it the the lizard person ending you're thinking of is there's an ending where crystal basically disappears for a while and then she reemerges as a villainess called cursed
1: oh okay that yep yep there yeah. it is that's she's, the one
0: yeah she's not a lizard she's still a fox but she's like but she's evil and like more purple and, <clears throat> and i think she's like hooked up to a machine or something i don't know is was, that was that ending yep that that sure was <laughs> who's your favorite star fox character Ooh, so I was thinking that maybe something fun would be due we we do a lot of like you know a lot of serious predictions on here we're, real, we're, we're very serious yeah. on this podcast we're real serious this is serious <laughs> business but I think it it could be kind of fun to like also every now and then say like a wish list character you know sure. a, a character that we know isn't likely but we would love to just see in smash my star fox dream character would be Dash Bowman from star fox command wow that's a Right. That's a call out. (laughs) Yes. Uh because I love his story in command. He's Dash Bowman is this little monkey, and he's Andross's grandson. (laughs) And basically, like, you know, he Andross is dead, and Dash Bowman sort of like has to deal with like Andros's legacy and how to handle that. And there's multiple endings. There's one ending where Dash terraforms Venom and becomes like And basically redeems the Andros name. That's cool. There is another ending where he basically becomes Andros too. Makes sense. And, you know, like, sort of becomes a tyrant and and Star Fox's ancestors... Star Fox's son Marcus, like, has to defeat him now. Ha. Marcus McCloud. That's that's actually got a nice ring to it. Yeah. (laughs) Super sidebar. After Command, I thought we'd get, like a time-skip game called Star Fox Legacy, where you play as Star Fox's son. Oh, like, that would have been cool. And Falco is basically the Peppy. Oh, that would have been cool. Yeah. Uh, never happened be- because Nintendo's so embarrassed of that era of Star Fox. <sighs> so do you have, like, a dream character that you'd like to see representing Star Fox? I do.
1: You know, I feel as though when I was a kid, I was friends with a lot of people who also liked Star Fox 64. And when you would think about who your favorite character, your favorite pilot was, it was kind of always between Fox and Falco, right? Yeah. That was either you were in the Fox camp or you were in the cool, edgy Falco camp. Peppy has consistently been my favorite Star Fox character. Even when I was a kid, I just think that he's got kind of a fun personality. I like the accent. It's cool to have like a veteran on the team who was there for the original Star Fox team. He's got a neat backstory. And in some of the games that take place canonically after the star fox 64 timeline like he's gotten kind of long in the tooth and haha because he's a he's a a rabbit you know he's gotten older (laughs) and he can't really fly anymore so he pilots the what's what's the big ship the great fox right i would love playable peppy not in a ship but in some kind of like mech like kind of a tron bond mech oh and he would be the good heavy character okay game oh nice that's what i would do that's
0: neat thank you i do like that i appreciate that yeah like dash never gonna happen oh but absolutely but yeah. that's
1: that's just my, that is my dream if that happened i would personally write Mashiro sakurai a thank you letter and mail it to <laughs> nintendo in japan not
0: really <laughs> but that's
1: what i would feel like doing for five seconds
0: all right so let's do bosses okay so, there haven't been any bosses, sure. unless Andros is a sister if he counts, which he uh, doesn't. Uh, no. <laughs> the funny thing about that, I think, is that Andros proper monkey head with hands mm-hmm. would be the most likely character to get boss representation in this game, but that's just master hand.
1: Right, yeah, that's <laughs> just master and crazy hand and also a head.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> Yeah, he's he's sort of cramping some styles if he's in the game as a boss. So, so that that means I'm I'm kind of lost for for a character that'd be as iconic to add. Right. Star Fox has had a lot of like cool like big ships and creatures mm-hmm. and things to fight, and really could add any of those. But I'm kind of lost like as to any like specific bosses that we could see.
1: Yeah, like there's obviously there's a lot of iconic and neat mechanically you know bosses in the Star Fox franchise. Particularly, I think, in Star Fox 64. There's a lot of good stuff in there. But it's just... I'm kind of in the same boat as you, where I don't think that any one of them stands out so much that it's worth including them as a boss
0: in, like, a story mode or on a stage or whatever. Yeah, that's fair. So, I guess let's move on to stages, then. Oh, okay. So, Star Fox has had a good amount of stages, because mm-hmm. it's it's been around since Smash 64. Sure. The first stage was Sector Z in Smash Bros. 64, Which was you're you're on the the Great Fox and it's sort of flying like horizontally like Mm -hmm. to the left and while you're fighting on it. And it hasn't shown up since 64. And I don't think it will because Corneria, the melee (laughs) stage, is just a spiritual like update of that. Yeah. Those stages are basically identical, but the shape of the Great Fox has been like smoothed out a bit more Mm -hmm. for the Corneria stage. And it
1: takes place in Corneria. As opposed to Sector Z. Yeah, exactly.
0: Like, you're you're sort of flying, like, over the surface of the planet, and then, like, you fly up for a bit, I think, and, and you know, like, you, like, your stage never changes. This is just the stuff you see in the background. Right. The Crenaria stage has been in Melee, Brawl, and the 3DS version of Smash 4. And I think it could come back. It's a pretty iconic stage.
1: Yeah, I would say so. Especially when you kind of group Sector Z into that stage. Yeah. Because they they are so similar. Yeah, It just seems to me that there's such a legacy there that it would be kind of weird if we didn't fight on the Great Fox again. Yeah.
0: I think it would be kind of funny, actually, if... If because Cordelia and Sector Z are essentially the same stage, they just brought... They just brought back the Sector Z stage this time instead of Corneria. That'd be cool. It's like this very old school callback.
1: Or maybe kind of a thing where you can pick whichever one you want out of the two. Ooh, that'd be
0: awesome. Yeah. yeah. Just change the background. Yeah. The the Great Vox and the way it's shaped are technically different between both stages. Right. So I'm sure there'd be some sticklers for details if they did do that. But yeah, still a cool idea. Cool. Melee got another stage, and that stage has stayed in melee ever since and that's venom. The great Fox gets rotated 90 degrees and now it's flying towards the camera and you're fighting like on the ship but also like on the great Fox's wings and sometimes a star fox or Star wolf ship will fly by and like shoot at the great Fox. so I guess it's just star wolf ships actually shooting at the great Fox oh yeah Fox flies by I hate this <laughs> ship I want a new ship pew pew pew. Fox, that was one of ours! (laughs) I don't care, Falco! (laughs) Yeah, Wolf... So, you know, Star Wolf shoots at the ship, and there's a chance that a player character will get hit by the lasers. Right. I think that... You know, I understand why this stage has been left behind. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't have a lot of nostalgia for it, right? But it's still a fine stage, and no, I. No, it's I, neat. Yeah, and I do kind of wonder if maybe since it's been gone so long, they'll bring it back for five instead of Cornelia for the fourth time. Right. I, you know, I'd be down for that.
1: I'm, hmm. uh, I'm a fan of Venom. I, I really like the idea that even though you're still fighting on the Great Fox, the stage layout is completely different. Like that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll see.
0: Okay. Lilat Cruise got added to Brawl, mm-hmm. and this is a stage that I think has a pretty great layout. It's just like you know you're you're flying like on an R wing, I think, just through Lilat, and like it's it's a platform, and then like three smaller platforms above it. Right, and you're just like flying through space, and I think it's a really well designed stage. Mm-hmm. Like you've got a lot of like fantastical stuff happening in the background. You know, it's it's a nice spectacle to look at. But also there isn't anything that interferes with your fight. So I th- think it's tournament legal actually. Wow. A brawl stage that's tournament legal. That's uh, kind wild. of a, yeah, kind of a rare sight. <laughs> and even though I've seen a lot of that stage, I like that stage a mm-hmm. lot. It's it's solid, you know, it's it's very competent, it's it's solid stage.
1: Yeah, I'm never displeased <clears throat> to fight on Lilac Cruise.
0: Yeah. It was in Brawl and it came back for the Wii U version of four, and I could see it coming back. And I could also see it staying if they want to spotlight some of these older, less viewed Star Fox stages.
1: Sure, that makes sense.
0: And finally, Orbital Gate Assault got added to the Wii U version of 4. And unlike a lot of the other Star Fox stages, a lot of stuff is going on. Yeah, this is a really bombastic stage. Yeah, just like you're in the middle of this dogfight. And, like, the platforms are changing a lot, and there's just a lot of explosions and stuff happening. A mm-hmm. uh, really crazy stage to be on. I like it a
1: lot, though. I think yeah. that, you know, it's it's kind of so visually appealing and interesting that yeah. I always have a good time in yeah. Orville Gate Assault.
0: Yeah, it's a fun stage. I don't see it coming back. Hmm. Oh, um, why is that? Yeah, it's from Star Fox Assault. You know, it's I think it's a good game that deserves to have representation. Mm-hmm. But it's also kind of a like, a weird spot in Star Fox history, and I... That's true. I think if they have to decide which Star Fox stages to use, they'll probably pick something more iconic. That's fair. And, of course, they would also want to make room for more relevant, more new stages. So let's talk about new stages. Nice seg.
1: (laughs) Thanks! You're welcome. Which one do you want to talk about first?
0: So, I think there's a couple routes that Star Fox could take for its new stage. Mm -hmm. And the first is obviously a stage from Star Fox Zero. Sure. Now, Star Fox Zero is, a, is another reboot of the Star Fox franchise, so it treads a lot of familiar territory.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, like, they could do Corneria or Venom again, but in interest of picking, like, something that's been unrepresented, mm-hmm. I think maybe they could do Sector Omega, Okay, which is this nebula, this weird, like, space anomaly, almost, on the way to Venom, and that area looks really cool visually. And, like, there's just a bunch of, like, debris floating around in that episode that you could, like, jump between and, like, fight on and stuff. At one point, you end up in a weird portal that, like, just is, like, really purple and has a lot of, like, just weird psychedelic things going on. It's sort of implied that James McCloud might have disappeared into, like, that's this really vortex. Cool. Yeah.
1: Which um, I, I think that's <laughs> probably kind of a callback to, in Star Fox 64, there are these sort of warp zones that you can go into. Yeah, yeah. Very similar
0: aesthetic. yeah. So I think that stage has a lot going on that could be adapted into a Smash stage and be cool. Cool. Another thing that they could do, we've had a lot of stages get sort of this retro representation. We've had mm-hmm. we've had a reenactment of the first stage of Kirby's Dream Land as a stage. We've had a Mario Bros. retro stage. We've had Donkey Kong retro stages. We have not had a Star Fox retro stage yet.
1: Oh, that's true. That could be really cool. Yeah,
0: Uh, you know, a a stage where like you're you're just like that just has that polygonal like Mm -hmm. not even Star Fox sixty four, but like original SNES Star Fox with
1: like the janky frame rate and everything. Yeah, (laughs) right. Yeah, you could have like the talking heads pop up, but they're going like. (gasps) Ooh, I love that! (laughs) Oh
0: man, I would love that. That'd be really cool. Yeah, I think that'd be a great stage, and I I think there's a chance of it, especially since uh, Star Fox 2 was re-released as, you know, an SNES classic game.
1: Ooh, we got that relevance on the RPM triangle. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> You're
0: gonna call it that until I
1: die. On previous episodes, on at least one occasion, actually, you have referred to the triangle in an unironic way. Ah, oh, damn it. I know. I You slipped. missed it, and I was just thinking, like, yeah, the whole time. <laughs> Because it's part of the lexicon now. You can't go back. But anyway, Watch, please... <laughs> watch me.
0: <laughs> but please go on. Yeah, I, I think that'd be great. I think so, too. Do you have any like stage ideas?
1: Yes, actually. Anyone who knows me knows <laughs> that I love stages in video games that take place on top of trains. I just think that that's a cool trope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... There is a level toward the end of Star Fox 64, where you're kind of chasing after this train that Andros has that's making its way to a supply depot. And, you know, in most stages, you sort of don't really interact with the boss until you get to the very end of the stage. But in this one, he's just kind of bantering with you the entire time. And I really love that stage for that reason. I think that it would be a great stage in Smash. You know, you're kind of jumping from car to car. He could decouple cars and then add more later on. The kind of boss could float up and shoot at you. I'm not certain that it's going to happen at all. But if I, if you came to me and said, Sean, you have to choose one stage from Star Fox 64 to adapt into a stage for Smash, that would be the one I'd pick.
0: Nice. Cool. Good pick. Thanks. You do love your trains.
1: I do. Choo choo,
0: motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about items. Okay. So actually, there's only ever been one Star Fox item Wow. in the Smash franchise, and that's the Smart Bomb. It's a circle with a B on it. You throw it, and it makes this big explosion. Iconic. Yeah, big slow explosion that uh, people get caught in, and then it blows them to smithereens. It's
1: crazy to me that that only got added in
0: Brawl. That's right. It got added in Brawl, and it came back for four, mm-hmm. and that's... That's it. That's the Star Fox items. Yeah,
1: could see it coming back again.
0: Yes, I think it'll definitely come back. I think it's a pretty iconic item, which is you know, which is kind of cool for how relatively late it got added in. And the thing about Star Fox is it's kind of it's kind of weird and kind of hard to think about items from Star Fox to put in the game because they're mostly just like power ups for laser upgrades and stuff like that. Yeah.
1: Well, you know me. And you know that I love to suggest healing items to the point where there's no way that all of the healing items I've suggested will be in the game because <laughs> that would be too many. Yeah. But there is this sort of system in Star Fox where there are these gold rings in the stage. And if you collect all three of them, then it plays this cute little jingle and your health kind of, your max health increases. Uh-huh. It would be kind of fun just for. Like, a ring spawns and you have to, like, run over and grab it. And if somebody gets all three, then they recover a lot of
0: health. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> Don't know how balanced that would be because there are just standalone items that recover all of your health.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: But yeah, that's that's still kind of neat. It'd be cool if that was a stage hazard, like a stage oh, element yeah. in a Star Fox stage. That's cool. Like, the retro Star Fox stage has that. I like that a lot. Yeah.
1: Thanks for fixing my broken ass idea. <laughs>
0: it it was it was a good idea, just needed a, a, a new engine.
1: Yeah, the old Thorson tune-up.
0: <laughs> I think that's all the item talk we can ring out from Star Fox. Uh-huh. So <laughs> ring out. you are just talking about rings. So so the soundtrack. <laughs> Star Fox has a really good soundtrack. Ah, it really does. And Smash both has a great array of Star Fox remixes. And it has a tendency to remix the same three themes over and over. That's true. Which makes sense. Some some of these themes are very iconic. I think the Brawl version of the Corneria remix is really good. Mm-hmm. There's main theme Star Fox 64, which has this great techno thing going on. Yeah, classic. And Area 6 version 2 is also remixed with a really cool techno sound. (laughs)
1: Which is such an obscure title.
0: Yeah, uh uh-huh. But good stuff nevertheless. Yeah. Are there any tracks you want to see revisited or that you, uh...
1: You know, I feel like I was just talking about this same subject last episode when we were talking about Xenoblade. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of really great and iconic boss themes in Star Fox, and none Mm -hmm. of them are stage themes. (laughs) 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 Like... Pull some of that stuff and just stick it in the game. Like they're really good. They'd be fun to fight too. Yeah.
0: Grab them. Put them in there. Good call, man. Yeah. That's how I feel. Ah. (laughs) Yeah. I've already talked a lot about Star Fox Command in this episode. Boy, have you. But one thing I love about Star Fox Command is everything. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry. Please go on. (laughs) One, One thing I love about Star Fox Command is that. You can play as a bunch of different characters, Mm -hmm. because you're sort of on this tactical map, and you move your allies around, and when that ally collides with an enemy, you play on a map as the character that collided, so you can play as Fox, or Slippy, or Falco, or really, you ally with a bunch of different characters, so you get to play as, like, a cool variety. Sure. Like, Peppy's daughter Lucy, I think, she ends up being playable. That's yeah. And... Every character you play as has their own theme that plays while you're uh-huh. playing through that stage. And some of these character themes are really great. I would love to see remixes of some of these Star Fox Command character themes.
1: It's really too bad that they're kind of stuck in that game.
0: Yeah, right? Yeah, because, yeah. you know, obviously some of them are great. Yes. Uh, I really love how, like, Energetic Slippy's theme is in that game <laughs> specifically. And, yeah, I, I think maybe maybe it's a bit too obscure now to get a remix, but it'd be nice if he just, Sakurai just copy-pasted some command music in there.
1: I'm down for that plan. Yeah,
0: or maybe just up it a bit, since I'm sure that DS sound font is a little <laughs> crunchy. Sure. But yeah, that's what I'd love. Uh, want to read some mail? Absolutely. All right. So actually, we've got a couple people that suggest the same character, but in very different ways, so I want to read both of these. Let's hear it. Grayscale Gospel on Reddit. Says, Wolf should come back any way you slice it, but I think Slippy would also be a great newcomer choice. He got a starring role in Star Fox Guard, which was relevant at the time when the new Smash game started development, and has a perfect track record in the series overall. Since he's an inventor and not really a fighter, he almost certainly wouldn't be a Fox clone. And could have a moveset based around stage control using various weapons and the security cameras from Star Fox Guard. Oh, I love that idea. <laughs> yeah, that is an excellent idea, and uh, and like I'm surprised that I didn't really think of that before I read that suggestion.
1: That's really cool. Yeah,
0: really excellent. To jump in on that, like a frog. <laughs> James M, who <laughs> James McLeod writing to us from the dead. <laughs> hey guys. I'm a fan of alternate skins, even with no changes to movesets. Bowser Jr. is the perfect example of this, with every one of Bowser's kids playable. Mm -hmm. Fox and Falco are likely to return. Wolf, Cat, and James McCloud could be alternates to one of those characters. Okay. What are your thoughts on a new character that could be peppy and slippy? (laughs) (laughs) They could wield laser guns, but also have a unique jump representative of hares and frogs. Oh, that's really cute. Except for the jump, they would move more slowly than Fox. (laughs) Keep up the good work, James M. P.S. I am not James McCloud, but it is a great theory. Never give up. Trust your instincts. Now, James M. has to know (laughs) that in spite of his efforts
1: to throw us off his scent, (laughs) that slogan is only going to redouble the efforts of James M. fans to determine (laughs) whether or not he is, in fact, the father of
0: Fox McCloud. That I feel like that would be something that the real James McCloud would do to Fox. It's like I'm I'm not uh, no I'm not James McCloud. Never give up. (laughs) He gets like
1: a letter. It's like cross like dear son, Fox. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, (laughs) always don't give up and never not trust your instincts. (laughs) Signed, somebody. (laughs) Yes, thank you, thank you, James M, for writing in to us.
0: I appreciate your thoughts, and thank you also to Grayscale Gospel. Those are those are both, yeah. I I would be so down for Slippy, and I think he's got a shot. Actually, I think he's got okay. uh, I think he's got a definite non-zero chance because I think not a lot of people would really expect him, and he'd be like a fun, quirky little character.
1: Think about how annoying his taunts could be. <laughs> ah, <laughs> this what? is really starting to tick me off. <laughs>
0: Sakurai likes to add sort of comic relief-y characters mm-hmm. at least once or twice in every game. I think Slippy would be a great, like, silly addition. I
1: think so, too. Yeah.
0: And he's got that moveset potential. He's got that relevance. I think people hate Slippy, but I think people also like Slippy. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. That, that'd be a great pick. I would not be... I'm not going to officially predict him, but I would not be shocked if he was in. Cool. Yeah. I think he'd be great. One last Star Fox email. Ooh. A little fox tato on Reddit. <laughs> great great username, yes. little fox tato. Good, good good stuff. The new Star Fox stage will be based off of Star Fox 0. The new stage could take place on the platform in Fortuna where you fight the boss and have the two-headed bird be the stage boss. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a neat idea. I like the idea of starting on the platform and then like the bird flying in and you guys like you guys land on the bird and you start uh, fighting on the bird. Uh-huh. And then maybe the bird knocks you off and then you have to fight it as a stage hazard. That's I, neat. Yeah, I think that I think Fortuna would be a really cool stage and a stage that has shown up several times in Star Fox but is unrepresented in Smash. So I think that's a great pick. I agree. Yeah. Thanks, little Fox Tato. Yeah, you keep eating those Tatoes, <laughs> you little Fox. All
1: right. <laughs> Speaking of things that start with F, what's our next game, Daniel?
0: F-Zero! Oh! Yeah! We got boost power! Ooh! (laughs) So, (laughs) I can't believe we got through the whole Star Fox segment. Here's here's some behind-the-scenes info for everybody. Every day, we're about to record, except for today for some reason. Sean always asks me, before we start the podcast... Are you ready to warp?
1: Oh my god, I can't believe I fucking <laughs> forgot. <laughs> <Would> there, <you? laughs> there is a character, for those of you unaware of the magic at work here, in Star Fox Adventures Dinosaur Planet. He's like this big stone kind of golem, and he warps you from area to area. He's how you do fast travel in that game. Mm. And for whatever reason, the casting director at Rare decided that this guy should have like a Shrek, but several semitones deeper Scottish <laughs> accent. And every time he picks you up and you want to go somewhere, he goes, Are you ready
0: to warp? <laughs>
1: and you can either say yes or no. And that is true. Every time... <laughs> Every time before we recorded, I've gone, Are you ready to warm? Except for today. <laughs> when we're doing the Star Fox episode. Well, you know what? I got to do it twice during the episode, so I'd say that makes up for it. That was actually my plan all along. Ah, uh, I see. To, so I could. So you'd tee have you to up. bring it up. Yeah, right? huh? Yep, 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 yep. Your, your secret long game. Revenge, as they say, is a dish best served <laughs> cold. <laughs> anyway f-zero yeah so now we can finally move on right now Uh, that now that that dirty business is behind us
0: (laughs) so yeah f-zero great great franchise Mm -hmm. has been dead in nintendo's eyes for like a decade now and that's really sad it is really sad you know i feel as though our
1: favorite punching bag shigeru miyamoto has been on record at some point as saying like we're not releasing a new f0 game because we don't know what to do with the franchise like we don't know how to make it kind of novel and exciting. Right. Ironic when you consider the fact that they were fine to release the same Mario game 17 <laughs> times on the Wii
0: <laughs> and the same Mario Kart game more relevantly that too uh, and the
1: same Mario Party game for a little while there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we just don't know what to do with F0. Do something. I, mean, I love to, these games.
0: Yeah, to be fair, F Zero probably makes money less consistency than the parties and carts that they churn out. That is true. Uh, but still, I I shouldn't say that Nintendo has left dead because Nintendo has sort of brought F Zero back a lot, but it's never in the form of a new game. It's the form of like a Nintendo Land minigame, right? Or a F Zero track in Mario Kart Eight, mm-hmm. or you know, re-releases on the SNES classic and stuff. Yeah. They they really like calling back to F Zero, but they don't like giving us new games in the franchise. And F Zero GX was so cool that it it'd be nice if we got a Switch F Zero game. I think that'd be the perfect platform for it too. I agree. Unless
1: their next mobile game <laughs> was F Zero. Think yeah. about it. You could use the whole gacha system to unlock different drivers and cars. You could control
0: your car with the touch screen of your phone. Great, but they've already announced a Mario Kart smartphone game that's going to do all the things you just said.
1: Well, you know what? They're going to change their minds, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> <Huh. laughs>
0: anyway, uh, poor, poor F-Zero. Let's get into characters. Yep. Or should I say character? Okay. Captain Falcon. hi uh, No, way, that's Fox. He says some very famous things, Sean. Like what, Daniel? Falcon Falcon PUNCH! Punch! I knew.
1: (laughs) Just just testing
0: you. Yeah. (laughs) Captain Falcon has... PUNCH. (laughs) He's one of the original 12. He showed up in Smash 64 as a hidden character, so he did not get his own stage or anything. But he's been there ever since. One interesting theory I've read about Captain Falcon... So Captain Falcon obviously has a unique moveset. They made it up for Smash. Right. (laughs) And that moveset has become so iconic that references to it have bled into the mainline F-Zero series. (laughs) Right, like I
1: think in GX, he Falcon punches somebody.
0: Yeah, and he at the very least does it in the F-Zero anime. One theory I've actually seen flying around is that at one point, Sakurai released pictures of the prototype for Smash 64 Mm -hmm. before they decided to add Nintendo characters to it. It was initially going to be a new IP. Oh, okay. uh, called Dragon King the fighting game. And in the pictures of it, you see these, you know, these sort of blocky polygonal characters using Captain Falcon's normals. Oh wow. So basically, since Captain Falcon, you know, was just a race car driver and didn't really have much in the way of moves he could use, they gave they potentially gave him the moveset of one of these Dragon King prototype characters. And then had him yell "Falcon" while he did the moves.
1: That is a really interesting piece of
0: Nintendo trivia
1: that I had no idea was true.
0: Yeah, I discovered this like within the last week wow. while I was doing research and stuff. Yeah, huh. yeah, and and they've never outright said that Captain Falcon is based off of the prototype, mm-hmm. but you know, online sleuths have sort of <laughs> pieced that together and made that theory. And I think that's really interesting. That's really crazy. He's he's been in all four Smash games so far, and deservedly so. Yeah, he's a cool character. Yeah, he's awesome. I love him. He has Blood Falcon as like an alt costume. Mm-hmm. He he changes, and the logo on his back changes to a to a more sinister logo, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. I you know i I, I think he'll definitely be back, and he. Might not be too different, but that's fine. He's cool. I like him. Yeah. Now we can already move on to assist trophies. Good. Which we've had one of. We've had Samurai Goro. Right. And he, uh, you know, he's a recurring character in the FCR 0 franchise. I think he's been around since the first one. I think so. Uh, sort of a tubby guy with a samurai sword and a bandana and sunglasses. <laughs> kind of a wacky dude. He jumps around on the stage swinging his sword around.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, which is good.
0: Yeah. One thing that I really appreciate about the F-Zero cast
1: is that I think that over time they've just become more and more like a professional wrestling stable. Oh, man. They have that same kind of wacky thing going on. Yeah. And Samurai Goro is exactly the kind of nutty character that you would see (laughs) kind of on the periphery. Of a wrestling stable, like they show up and then Hulk Hogan knocks him out every time. You you're, know, oh man, the Samurai so... Goro <laughs> is the Dan Hibiki
0: of F Zero. You're so right. Oh, you're so right. Yeah, that's so good. Anyway, I don't think he'll ever be playable. No, but I, I like Samurai Goro. He's funny. Yeah, he can stay. Yeah. So we can already talk about new characters, new wow. character discussion.
1: We're motoring through this
0: as quickly as an F Zero race car. Beow! Beow! Beow, fucking push! <laughs> Uh yeah, because there's no Smash Four costumes representing F Zero at any point. Man, so I I think unfortunately, pretty much every character in the F Zero franchise is currently below zero on the relevant scale. <laughs> yeah, they you know they they just yeah are not relevant enough to really make the cut at all. And F0 hasn't been in the public like f zeros cast hasn't been in the public mindscape in a really long time mm-hmm. so none of them are really popular either. so that leaves moveset potential and I think there's one really interesting pick that <laughs> that isn't really a unique move set on its own but could create a unique move set by existing. do tell and what I mean is black Shadow. black Shadow could show up. As a slower, heavier Captain Falcon clone. Wow, isn't there another character like that in <laughs> Smash? I don't know. Huh. But, but yes, Ganondorf. If Black Shadow took Ganondorf's moveset, then Ganondorf could actually have a moveset that's indicative of how he is in the Legend of Zelda franchise. Which would be neat. Yeah, I, this is a very popular request i've seen a lot of people wanting this i want that too i would love that me three it'd be a great way to keep a moveset that people have gotten really attached to over the years Mm -hmm. keep a play style that people do use but also to let ganondorf represent his own series better and shake him of the curse of being a captain falcon clone for three games now i would really love it if that happened yeah i would too unfortunately i I don't realistically see that happening. Mm. I I think five Black Shadow won't be there and Ganondorf will just be a Captain Falcon clone again. They might try to shake up Ganondorf a bit, but I, I don't think he'll completely be removed from Captain Falcon's DNA. Well as, I hope As much as I'd love
1: that. I hope you're wrong, and I think you also hope you're wrong. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong, yeah,
0: but I, I just I have a feeling that this is one of those times. We're like the past three generations. Sakurai will go. Well, it'd be weird to fix this. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> Guess we'll see. Yeah, I would. L- I would love to see Black Shadow like take up that mantle.
1: Me too. Um, I think that you know he has such this sort of like snidely whiplash tier villainous design that it'd oh, be fun yeah. to like run around with him and have his big cape billowing in the back and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think that that would be really neat. That would be rad. Do you have any like character picks? Not really. Yeah, I mean they're all race car drivers, you know. Unless you want to make up a completely new move set for, I don't know, whatever other characters are in
0: that game. Yeah, I don't really. Uh, um, I don't really see yeah. that happening. What about you? I, I don't think this is realistic, but I think Pico would be really cool. Oh yeah, yeah, this green alien guy. I've always really liked Pico's design. Okay. And, yeah, I, I think they could come up with a unique moveset for him. I think he shot guns and stuff, so. Cool. You know, yeah. I'd be down for that. I'm sure they could figure out something. Anyway, bosses, they fight
1: a car. <laughs> right, yeah, I don't know. There there aren't really bosses in F-Zero. Yeah. Because it's a racing game.
0: The racetrack moves.
1: Well, I mean, I guess a racing game doesn't disqualify it from having bosses, because Diddy Kong Racing, the greatest racing game of all time, so good. does have bosses in yeah. it. Oh, that was so great. I love yeah. that game. But yeah, not F-Zero doesn't really. Yeah. I think the sort of quote-unquote final boss of F-Zero GX is like you racing out of an exploding tunnel as quickly as possible. The exploding tunnel is the boss. There you go. You don't actually fight each other, you just run, and if your character's too slow, they die. <laughs>
0: um, I mean, I could see that happening in a Smash Bros. story mode, actually. But yeah. Uh, okay, stages. So... Like we mentioned, F Zero did not get a stage in Smash Bros 64. Its representation started in Melee. Right. With Mute City. Right. Sort of this just hovering platform. Really the first traveling stage I can like I can think of where there's a there's a platform like in the middle of the stage, mm-hmm. just like hovering above everything else. Like sort of a long platform. And you guys can, like, fight, like, on the racetrack, like, beneath it. Then, like, an exclamation point will show up and the stage will start to disappear. You'll need to get on the platform as the platform, like, floats around to a different part of the stage. Right. I was doing that before Delfino Plaza did. That's true. And it doesn't get any of the credit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that that stage has actually only been in Melee. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And that's kind of weird, actually. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that's a pretty iconic stage. That's like, true. Yeah, I, I remember that stage real well. You I, think
1: it's coming back?
0: You know, I think it might be. All right. I think that'd be a good stage to come back for five. I agree. HDFI, all those cars. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I think mean, that'd be a good stage. Big Blue. Right. <laughs> was was a very interesting stage because this was sort of a side-scrolling stage where you're fighting on the cars. Mm-hmm. I remember And, that. Uh, and if you fell off the car, you'd land on the track and then, like, just get zoomed just <laughs> off the stage you go because the cars are leaving you behind. Yeah. Did th-
1: you know that F-Zero race cars and commercial jetliners travel at about the same top speed? I did not. It's, like, around 400 miles an hour.
0: Dang. That's, yeah. a, that's a fast car. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> there's your tidbit for this episode thank you sean now you don't get any more
0: okay <laughs> <laughs> but yeah big big blue is a fun stage it came back for brawl i like that stage i think it could come i think it'd be fine if it came back for five yeah yeah fun stage
1: mm-hmm.
0: port town aero drive shows up in brawl right and this is another stage, actually, where it sort of does the Delfino Plaza thing, where it transports you between different versions of the track. Right. And then the cars go by. Right? And then the cars yeah. go by, yeah. Really, I guess it's sort of a, an update of the, the way the Mute City stage worked, but, like, more complicated. <laughs> it showed up again in the Wii U version of 4. I think it'll definitely take a break this time. I think if we get a returning stage, it'll be anything but Port Town Aero Drive. I just got a feeling. Okay. Well, you know what they say. Never give up. Trust your instincts. Wrong game. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> Mute City. Yeah. <laughs> Again, but this time on the 3DS version of Four, it's the SNES version. It's a retro stage where you're fighting on the Blue Falcon, just like you're fighting on the Blue Falcon sprite. That's right. As it like races through the SNES version of the Mute City stage. <laughs> fun stage yeah cool cool high concept yeah cool high concept wasn't a lot of fun to fight on but (laughs) i i liked being on it anyway
1: okay
0: i don't know if it'll come back for five yeah yeah don't think it will I think we'll see either Mute City Melee or Big Blue, but I feel like Mute City 4 and Portown Arrow Drive will probably stay behind. That's fair. Any new stage ideas?
1: As a matter of fact, yes.
0: Oh, thank you. One of the... Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything. Go on.
1: One of the central features of F-Zero GX is that you could build your own F-Zero racer. Yeah. And you could kind of unlock parts and then put them together over the course of the game. Oh, cool. If I could make an F-Zero stage... It would take place in the factory where the racer is being built. Oh, and you'd have to like dodge mechanical arms as it's like stacking parts together. Oh. And then the racer would race off, and you have to avoid the racer, and then it would start building a new one. That's actually awesome. I, I really can. like that. Cool. That's great.
0: Yeah. I want to plan it, and it doesn't exist. Nice. What are you going to do? Yeah, I'd love any stage that isn't just Mute City or Big Blue again. Right. Or, or that isn't
1: just a situation where
0: you're on a track or on a car. Yeah. That's really the goal. Yeah, no, that's that's really cool. That's a uh, good good thinking outside the box. That's great. Thanks. So items, there haven't been any F zero items. And realistically, what would they be? Yeah, <laughs> Gavin Gav Falcon's helmet. You, you take it off his head and you throw it around. He's like, "Give me back my helmet. I'm blonde under here." Except he
1: can't actually say
0: stuff, so he just goes,
1: "Yes." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is his mouth is saying yes, but his heart is saying no. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's going to be any F-Zero <laughs> in this game. All right, well, let's talk about the soundtrack. All right. Soundtrack's real
1: good. Yes, although I have to say, when <laughs> I I love the F-Zero and F-Zero GX soundtracks. There's a lot of great songs on there. Yeah. Whenever I think of that soundtrack, the first thing that I think of is that in the opening cutscene for F-Zero GX... There's this part where Captain Falcon is just like walking through the city, Mm -hmm. and there's this kind of rap backbeat with someone just going, F-Zero, 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 and that's the song I always think of first, (laughs) the worst song in
0: that game's entire soundtrack. I actually love when shit like that gets put (laughs) on a Smash soundtrack, so I kind of want that now. (laughs) That's fair. First, let's talk about existing highlights. I have just one major one. I think the... I think the Mute City remix that they made for Smash Bros. Melee mm-hmm. is still just a banger. It's, I think it's yeah. still just really rad. It's really good. Um, same with the Big Blue remix, actually. They they both just really nailed it with Melee. Funny thing is that a lot of great F-Zero music was in Smash, but I feel like most of it was just copy-pasted from either F-Zero X or F-Zero GX. Oh, yeah. So I'd, I want to see more remixes. I'd love a remix of Dream Chaser. Mm-hmm uh from f0x. I'd love a remix of Planet Colors uh from F Zero G X. <laughs> and it'd be really great to see some kind of remix of the car select theme from F0X. That is the, true. The like the heavy metal like <inaudible> <inaudible> yeah. 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 Great soundtrack
1: on that game. Yeah, that'd be that'd be great. There's this kind of like heavy metal guitar lick that plays when the nintendo logo is being displayed as f-zero x is starting up hmm. that's one of the most iconic like riffs for me in gaming nice yeah obviously you can't make an entire song out of it because it lasts for
0: literally three seconds right but good stuff f-zero keep it up nice that could maybe start one of the f-zero remixes oh, i'd love that uh <laughs> So, yeah, we actually kind of blew through the F-Zero part. Let's get some listener mail in here. All right.
1: F-Zero, 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 F-Zero. I think he, like, punches somebody. Some kind of action happens.
0: My little Henry, <laughs> My little Henry on Reddit says, F-Zero shouldn't get a new representative. There's so many to choose, but none have a moveset. Captain Falcon got lucky being put in by having the moveset of the Demo Fighters in the original. Oh, good ear. Yeah. However, they did it with Fox, so who knows? If they chose anyone, it'd probably be Black Shadow, Deathborn, Jody Summers, or Samurai Goro. See, so many good characters from the series. How can anyone decide this? <laughs> Personally, though, I'd love to see Super Arrow. His pet owl would make things a lot more interesting. Oh, Okay. Yeah, and superhero is like the superhero. (laughs) He just runs around in a cape and shit, like in the F Zero universe, and he has a pet owl, and uh, he's he's really great. Obviously, I'd say the likelihood of that is about zero. But he could be a Rosalina and Luma clone, (laughs) where Luma is the owl. This is gonna happen. But I, I do love that idea, and I, I love that showcase of all these really iconic characters in mm-hmm. F-Zero.
1: It'd be cool to throw Jodie Summers in there. Always good to have a little more
0: female representation. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd like Jodie. She's not coming back, but I'd, I'd like her. Yeah. Really, they should just reboot F-Zero. They should just make a new F-Zero game and then put Jodie Summers in as, like, DLC. Yeah. Um, they should just make a new F-Zero game. Yeah. Nintendo. Yeah. Please. <laughs> anyway, we got any more mail? One more. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blue Lore on Reddit <laughs> actually said this as a response to my little Henry saying that ah. that F-Zero doesn't really have a moveset. Well, I don't think that we need another F-Zero character, unless it's Black Shadow getting Ganondorf's current moveset to make place for another one. That was a very popular idea, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel all of you. But anyway, Blue Lore continues to say... I do think that one could make an original moveset for almost any F-Zero character, as you could base pretty much every special attack on the actual game mechanics of the franchise. Their side special could be a boost power dash attack, (laughs) similar to Charizard's Flare Blitz, in that it hurts you but lets you dash forward. That's cool. The neutral special would be a spin attack based on the same move from the games. The down special could be the character putting down a healing field on the ground. Oh
1: my gosh. But
0: enemies could push you out of it and it wouldn't work outside of battles in all in All-Star mode for uh-huh. example. And then a ramp for the up special and it would stay in place for a short time and be usable by others. That is so cool. And that's not even going into the abilities that some characters showed in the GX cutscenes like Black Shadow's electricity shackles or the ability to summon Blood Falcon. Yeah, that's that's so rad. Yeah, I think, thank uh, you, Blue Lore. Yeah, th- good, 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 Blue Lore. Good, good, good.
1: Yes. <laughs> that- Especially if every time you use the boost power dash, the announcer from F-Zero X went, you've got boost power! Just every time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or like just the character that uses it just like yells at himself. It's like, boost I've got power! boost power! Right, yeah. <laughs> I've got it! I've got the boost power! Good. Yeah, good, good mail. I'm... I really appreciate the ideas we get because I like to think that I you know, tackle a lot of angles when I make predictions, but there is always something in the listener mail that like makes surprises. me realize yeah, yeah. That, that I didn't think of. So yeah. thank you everyone for sending in your stuff. Yeah. Keep doing it. It's always great. We really appreciate it. So that's both. That's, right. that's, that's Star Fox and FCR wrapped up. As usual, I will now finish with... What my predicted roster has been so far in the Mario episode, I predicted Mario, Luigi, Peach, Bowser, Rosalina, Bowser Jr., Captain Toad, and Paper Mario. Mm-hmm. In the Mario spin-offs episode, I predicted Donkey Kong, Diddy Kong, Yoshi, and Wario. Mm-hmm. In the Zelda episode, I predicted Link, Zelda, Sheik, Ganondorf, Toon Link, and Urbosa from Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Sean predicted Midna. I did instead of Urbosa. In the Sakurai's Babies episode...
1: By the way, I'd just like to note that Daniel doesn't write my predictions down in the outline. He just remembers them because of how iconic they are and how much they're definitely going to be in Smash. Good job, Daniel, and thank you so much for your faith in me.
0: <laughs> there is a reason I remember them, but <laughs> your your theory is a little inaccurate. I think you're wrong. Anyway, what's <laughs> that? Sac- Babies, what's in happening in there? Sakurai's Babies, I predicted Kirby, Meta Knight... King D Banana Waddle Dee. Banana. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the villain of the next Donkey Kong game. <laughs> he stole my bananas, is
1: Banana Waddle Dee. <laughs> he stole my bananas and he's wearing a bandana. Or, I mean, I, I guess actually
0: Donkey Kong would say, like... <laughs>
1: <Ooh,
0: hey>. Bandana... <laughs> let me... Let me. <laughs> bandana Waddle Dee. Uh-huh. Pit, Palutena, and Dark Pit. Right. Sean predicted Marks instead of Bandana Waddledy. I did, and in the sci-fi episode, I predicted Captain Alomar, Ness, Lucas, Shulk, and Rex with Pira and Mithra. And finally, in this episode, my predictions are Fox, Falco, Wolf, and Captain Falcon. Good predictions. Yeah, yeah, we're we're, we're chugging along. Just like that train
1: level that's definitely going to be in this game. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Another classic (laughs) prediction from Sean F. (laughs) So You can't (laughs) deny it. It's coming at you like a train. (laughs) Please go on.
0: So, if you're wondering where else you can find us, I have a bi-weekly slash tri-weekly podcast that I host with another friend of mine, Max Lando, called Play This, where we recommend games to each other. My next episode is going to be really interesting because... I'm not recommending a game to him, and he's not recommending a game to me. We are taking listener recommendations for that episode. So if there's a game that you want me to play, then you should pop over to Play This Podcast on Twitter, or search for Play This with an exclamation point on iTunes or Google Play or whatever else you use to listen to podcasts. And listen to the guidelines that we have for the recommendation, and then send that in to our email at uh, feedback at playthispodcast.com.
1: Definitely send in some recs. I can't, because I have recommended a game on the show before, yeah. so I am disqualified. So you have to act in my stead and recommend a cool
0: game. Yes. It's actually cool, because you guys, if you're listening, you probably like Nintendo stuff, and Nintendo handhelds, and... That's most of what we have access to for the recommendation episode. So, right. recommend away. Put on your thinking caps and rack your brains. And while you're doing that, you can
1: check out Sean and what he's doing. That's right. You can check me out in two different locations. First of all, if you happen to be a large or small business owner or someone who simply appreciates the craft of voice acting, any business inquiries can be sent to Sean Daniel Francis at gmail.com that's s-e-a-n-d-a-n-i-e-l-f-r-a-n-c-i-s at gmail.com you can also go to soundcloud.com slash re underscore chief to check out my demo reel if that's something that you're interested in speaking of cool voice acting projects I just wrapped a 60-something part Let's Play of Ace Attorney Investigations, Miles Edgeworth, Prosecutor's Path, Episodes 1 through 5, on my YouTube channel, which you can get to by going to YouTube and searching for R.E. Chief with no underscore.
0: It's so good. Because it never came out in the States, I never played through Investigations 2, so watching Sean play through the whole thing was my first experience with it. Highly, highly recommended. I had such a great time, and that game's so good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Also, if you happen to be a fan
1: of the video game Undertale, I'm playing through that now and voicing that as well. So definitely come check me out if you think that you would enjoy either of those experiences.
0: Yeah, definitely check out Sean's Undertale playthrough. It's his first time playing through, so be sure to be nice to him and not tell him that he's playing the game wrong. <laughs> Thanks, Daniel. <laughs> You
1: know, I'm 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 picking up some tension there.
0: Do you feel that I'm playing the game wrong? I I want you to play through that game the way you want to play through that game, <laughs> guys. He thinks I'm playing through it so <laughs> wrong, so wrong. There's there's no wrong way to play Undertale, really. Just ways that I disagree with. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
1: um, that's the show, guys. <laughs> I'm never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, really.
0: Sean, Sean's Undertale playthrough is fun to watch, and he does cool voices. Please watch it. Thank you. So that's our episode. Our next episode is going to be called Rough Housing, because we're going to be covering Punch Out. That's the rough, and Animal Crossing. That's the housing. <laughs> I
1: would just like to say that I came up with this episode title, and it's the greatest thing that we've done collectively. <laughs> And yes, I will not accept I'm, any
0: criticism at all. <laughs> I'm I'm very proud of Sean. But yeah, if you have any predictions for uh, what additions could be made regarding the Punch-Out! franchise or what additions could be made regarding the Animal Crossing franchise, you can tweet them to us at a smashing theory or send an email to a smashing theory at com. And I have confidence that you'll send some cool ideas for characters or stages or items or... Whatever else is in those bright little minds of yours. Exactly. We'll see you then. We'll see you next week.
1: Yes. And in the interim, as always, I hope that you have a smashing time.
0: I wanted to say a Falco quote, but I couldn't think of any. Uh, Nice try, Einstein. No, that's not it. (laughs) Hey, Einstein, my wings are... (laughs) I... (laughs) It's hey Einstein I'm on your side. Oh yeah. Hey, hey like- bitch, I'm on your side. <laughs> baby, I'm Falco. Shurp shurp. Thanks for listening everybody. <laughs> <laughs>